Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. Let's create your dream life while living your dream life. Okay, love? Hi, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read live on Instagram at Wholehearted Coaching, or you can get it delivered straight to your inbox each week when you sign up for my email list. You can do that in the show notes, or you can head to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about your story, right? I call this your myth. That's why the title of the podcast is Myth and Magic. But we're going to be focusing on what stories you may have about yourself and your life, and maybe why you created those stories how they served you and how they're no longer serving you and keeping you from doing what you want to do. The reason why we are talking about this topic, the myth and the magic, is that this is the first month of what we do in Wholehearted Woman. And so I wanted to give you a sneak peek into the work, the foundation that we lay there. So Wholehearted Woman is my six-month group coaching program, and registration opens up at the end of September, and we start in November. And this idea of myth and magic to me is a kickoff point because I believe that a lot of us are kind of operating from our myth, from the myth of who we are, right? The myth being the stories that you carry, and then there's the magic. And the magic is the person that you know you are, that you know you truly are, right? The person who stands in their courage, who trusts themselves, who does the scary but thrilling things that they want to do, right? So this idea of myth and magic, and you can't really step into your magic if you don't first look at the myth, right? We cannot fully unlock our magic without examining our myth. And so in this episode today, we're going to be first talking about the myth. So if wholehearted woman is something that you are maybe interested in and you want to get on the wait list, you can do that in the show notes, or you can head to wholehearted-woman.com. But also I have just opened up, relaunched my free 10-day mindset course. Because really when we're looking at this idea of our story, that really has so much to do with our mindset. And so I'm relaunching Mindset Makeover, which starts on September 28th, and it's a 10-day online mindset course. You get emails with assignments, and then you get live calls with me, like truly live, like me and you in Zoom working on this mindset stuff. And literally one of our themes, one of our subjects in Mindset Makeover is your myth, your story. So if you want to maybe get a head start on looking at your mindset and shifting your mindset, head to wholehearted-coaching.com forward slash makeover. And this will also be in the show notes. I know there's a lot of wholehearted dash whatever's um, in my world. And so I know it can get quite confusing, but 
I would really encourage you to join us for Mindset Makeover. We start September 28th and it's a really great way to start looking at your mindset and slowly transforming it. All right, so let's first look at this idea of the myth, okay? So the definition of myth in the dictionary, okay? Mr. and Mrs. Merriam-Webster, this is what they say a myth is. A myth is a commonly believed but false idea. They also break it down as a usually traditional story of ostensibly historical events that serves to unfold part of the worldview of a people or explain a practice, belief, or natural phenomenon. Right, so think of a myth, a legend, a story that is perhaps part of your family, your upbringing, maybe your national identity, right? I'm Iranian and we have all of these wonderful stories, legends, myths that have been passed down from generation to generation. Myths that explain why we do the things we do, right? Myths that explain why we believe the things that we believe, why, you know, our, our people are the way that they are. But when we look at that definition of a myth, right, a commonly believed but false idea, we know that even when we're listening to a myth, a legend, a story, that there's not a lot of truth in them, right? There's a kernel of truth, Right, there's a kernel of truth in that those stories developed from some probably true event that happened, but as they get passed down from generation to generation, it becomes kind of like a game of telephone, right? The facts get changed. Things become exaggerated or glossed over. Things become distorted in the story. And so the end, we're repeating a story that isn't really that truthful. But what it does, we like myths and legends and stories is because they help us understand, they help explain why we're here. They help us explain why life is the way that it is. And so our lives are full of our own myths, stories that we created along the way that helped us make sense, right? They helped us make sense of why our lives are the way that they are. We all have stories. We all have myths about who we are. And now the first thing we have to become aware of when it comes to our stories, our myth, is that they have helped us get this far, right? Just like a myth originates with some truth, our stories are rooted in some truth. Our stories are born of trauma. They are born of a time when life was hard, when a situation was difficult and beyond our understanding. And so we made sense of that difficulty. We made sense of that trauma by creating this story. Right? So the story helps us create logic, create sense out of something that is often senseless. For me, I'm going to be super vulnerable and honest. 
and share a little bit about my stories, my myths that I carry. I grew up in a household that had a lot of trauma in it, right? I was born in Iran. I was born right after a very traumatic revolution. And I was born into a war, a very, very volatile and violent war. And so in my household, there was a lot of PTSD. There was a lot of trauma. Everyone was processing their emotions in their own way. And so there really wasn't a lot of space for emotional availability, right? And I was like a really young kid then. And that emotional availability, openness that I wanted really wasn't available to me. And then we immigrated to a new country where I and my brownness and my little chubbiness stuck out like a sore thumb, right? This really cute, but you know, I'm Middle Eastern, very hairy, you know, fat brown kid who barely spoke English, right? And so I created the story of no one likes me. I'm unlovable, right? I, I moved to this new country where I had to work extra hard to make friends and in my household because, you know, my family was processing their trauma as best as they could. They couldn't really be available to me emotionally. And so for me, the story I created to make sense of it all was, oh, okay, okay, I guess it's because no one likes me and I'm unlovable. And I can really see why I created that story and how it helped me make sense of my world, right? No one wants to be my friend. My parents can't hug me as much as I want them to. Okay, cool. Well, the obvious explanation is that no one likes me and that I'm unlovable. And the thing with our stories is that they are kind of self-reciprocal, right? They're about ourself because That's the only person we know that we're certain of that we can control, right? So I didn't create a story about them, about what was wrong with them. No, the story was about me because that's all I knew. It was me. And so before we go deeper, I want you to understand that your myth is precious because it helped you cope. It helped you get through and make sense of a very difficult time in your life. And so your story needs to be honored because it brought you here. It has brought you this far. But your story, your myth can only serve you for so long until it starts to hold you back. And so as we do this work together, I really want you to be aware of how much your myth has served you and protected you and really honor that, really thank it for that, right? But now you no longer need it, you know, but you sure did for a really long time and thank goodness it was there. Thank goodness it protected you. So now let's get into your myth, your story, love. So I want us to take a moment and think of what some of our stories may be. And for some of you, you're listening and you're like, oh, I know what my stories are. I know them very well. I know them very, very well. But for for those of you who may be struggling and thinking, well, I'm not really sure what what some of my stories are. This is, we're going to do a practice that I really, really love to do. And when I say I love to do it, it's like going to the gym. 
you know, like I love going to the gym, but before it, I'm like, Oh God, I don't want to leave my cozy bed. I don't want to go. And then I go and I'm like, you know what? I'm really, really grateful I did that. So we're going to do an exercise. It's going to be one of those like love, dislike kind of exercises, but it's one that I do often. It's one that I do with my clients. It's one that we do in wholehearted woman. So I want you to think of a recent experience where things didn't work out for you or where you felt a lot of, you know, discomfort. So think of that moment and maybe you want to write these things down. Uh, Maybe you're listening to this as you're walking in your car, so you can't do that. But just think of a recent experience where like, you just, you just didn't, it was, it just didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. So maybe that's like an awkward conversation with a friend or a family member. Maybe you did something wrong at work. You got ghosted. You forgot to do something. So once you have your situation, right, write it down or really think about it, say it out loud. So I'm going to, I'm going to do this work with you. My example would be that recently an Instagram post that I really loved, that I really put a lot of effort into it, it didn't do well. And by didn't do well, right? Like I get that's a matter of perception, but for my perception, it didn't do well. So my example is that an Instagram post that I really put my heart into didn't do well. Okay. So now that we have our situation, our our sentence, our phrase, I want you to add at the end of that sentence or situation, okay, I want you to add this, which means that. Okay, so mine would be an Instagram post of mine didn't do well, which means that. And then I want you to write down all of the thoughts and phrases that come to mind, just like literally free write, let everything pour out or say it out loud or think it, whatever that is, right? So your situation, which means that, and then write down those things, right? I submitted the report late, which means that. I canceled on my friend again, which means that. They ghosted me, which means that, right? So write down or think of, your, which means that's. So I don't know if you want to pause the podcaster or not, but I'm going to keep going. I'm going to use myself as an example. So for me, it would be an Instagram post that I put my heart into didn't do well, which means that no one likes my work. I have no idea what I'm doing with my business. Everyone else is doing better than me. People don't like me. When it comes down to it, no one loves me. I am unlovable. So there is that myth that myth that I created when I was a young girl. And as we look at our, which means that's like what comes after it, we see that the themes, ideas, and thoughts, the same ones just keep coming up, like different circumstances, different things. It'll keep coming up, right? Like for my, I'm unlovable. When I was dating, it was, you know, I got ghosted, which means no one loves me. Right. Um, I, I didn't get that email from that person. I'm unlovable. No one loves me, right? So the situations and the circumstances can be so different, but that myth will show up. And also we can see that, yo, Sharin, this is like a simple circumstance. It's just an Instagram post. It has nothing to do with how much people love you. But that myth is so strong that it pops up, right? Our myths show up all over the place. They show up daily, right? They show up daily when we find ourselves in an upsetting situation, like, like as if on cue, instantaneous. 
Um, here's the thing with our myths. While they may not make us feel great, they're comforting. They're safe because we're so used to them. We know how the story ends when we believe in our myth. I want you to take that in. We always know how the story ends when we believe in our myth. So even if the ending isn't what we truly desired, when we live our lives attached to our myth, there's certainty because we're always certain of the outcome. If the myth is you're never going to find a partner, well, then it makes sense that you keep going on bad date after bad date. If the myth is you're terrible with money, well, then it makes sense that your bank account is always in dire straits, right? There is sense. There is certainty. We're so used to this, the sucky outcome that we're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know how to deal with this. And that's what these myths do for us. They're comforting in their certainty. They're comforting in that we're so used to how we feel when we get to the end. We're used to feeling disappointed. We're used to feeling frustrated. We're used to feeling hopeless. And so that's where this really kind of attachment, this commitment to our stories comes in. It's not that we want the story really truly to end that way, but like, man, it's nice to be certain. It's nice to just know how you're going to feel at least, right? Because the other side is hope and vulnerability and faith and trust. And those things are way scarier and the certainty of frustration and disappointment and hopelessness, right? If we want to create a different outcome to our story, that means we have to let go of the story, which means we also have to let go of the certainty, which also means that we have to open ourselves up to things that we are uncertain of, right? The myth that you're holding on to, love, is false. It's a tale you're telling yourself that keeps you safe, but it's keeping you from maybe creating the things you want to create. And as long as you hold on to the myth, the ending will always be the same. Always. You know, it's like, and they lived satisfactorily ever after. And they lived disappointedly ever after, right? So what does it take to shift the narrative? It means stepping into your magic. The magic is the truth of who you are. It means letting go of certainty, the certainty of the outcome and leaning into possibility which really means leaning into vulnerability, trust, and hope. Now, damn if those aren't the scariest feelings to lean into, right? They sound great, but they require courage. They require not knowing. And courage is the point where everything changes, love. The courage to let go of the certainty of the outcome and to have faith and to be open to 
something different to possibility. We're going to be talking about your magic next week. However, between now and then, I want you to reflect on these questions as we think of the idea of your myth. So I want you to identify one myth in your life, right? Like mine, I'm unlovable. And now that you have your myth, I want you to ask yourself, I want you to journal on this or just out loud, how has the story helped me make sense of my life? Right? How has this story helped me make sense of the world or my life? How has this story protected me? And now finally ask yourself, how is the story holding me back? What is the story keeping me from doing? And as you answer these questions, love, let go of judgment. Really dig into compassion and curiosity. Remember, your myth has helped you survive. But the magic, that's about thriving. We first need to get through, and then we rise, love. So next week, we're going to be talking about magic the magic of who you are. And if this is all resonating with you, this is the work we do in Wholehearted Woman. So if you want to get on the wait list to get some really great exclusive bonuses and perks and discounts, head to wholehearted-woman.com to get on that wait list. But also if you want to jump start on shifting your story, shifting your mindset, join us for Mindset Makeover. And you can do that at wholehearted-coaching.com forward slash makeover. And all of this is also in the show notes. All right, love. Until next week, I will talk to you then. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this week's episode, please share it with a friend, comment, and rate this podcast. Until next week, see you later, love.